Chapter 21. Action Kills Fear David arrived at his office in enough time to change his fee agreement. He did what Richard had asked and charged the same fee but changed the contract so the client would have to pay the filing fee. He then had a quick meeting with the staff to inform them of the new fee change and explain to them what Richard had taught him about the costs associated with filing a case and that they were losing money on the Chapter 7 cases. David, all of this makes sense, but a lot of the people who call the office ask about our fee, and when I tell them our fee is $1,800, and that includes the filing fee, some of them still give me grief about how expensive it is. I'm concerned that by increasing the fees will affect the number of appointments I schedule, Samantha said. That's a good point, Samantha. I'll ask Richard how to handle that issue. But for now, let's go with the increased fee and see what happens. If it doesn't work, we can always go back to the old fee. David looked around the room and said, Is everyone okay with this? Okay, was the response he received from his team. Both of the consultations on the calendar were scheduled for the morning, and both showed. When David presented the fee agreement, not one, but both families hired the firm and neither batted an eye at the increased fee. When the second client left the office, David just about ran to his desk to fire off an email to Richard. Subject line, $1,800 slash 100%. Richard, I want you to know that I executed the new fee as per our discussion, and both clients retained our firm to manage a Chapter 7 bankruptcy. Next week, I'm going to 1995. P.S. Samantha is concerned about the new fee and how that will affect the price shoppers she receives when setting an appointment. Regards, David. David went about the rest of the day as if he were walking on a cloud. He managed to get caught up on most of his work, and what he didn't complete, he could bring home for some quick work on Saturday. An email arrived from Richard. David, congratulations. I'm so very happy for you. I can see your freedom on the horizon. Can you? Regarding your question, Samantha should not be concerned about the fee because someone setting appointments should never discuss the fee, ever. We'll cover scripting and phone structure in a future conversation, but for now, it's time for a new ROE. Never quote the fee over the phone. I couldn't be happier for you, David. I look forward to hearing from you next Friday. David wrote a quick reply to Richard, thanking him for his advice. Then he finished his work and called Jen to tell her the news. Hey Jen, how's your day? David said with a smile on his face and more energy than he thought possible at the end of what was a very long week. It was good, the usual, work, then I met with the PTA, picked the kids up from the after-school program, and were just finishing homework. How was your day? How did your meeting with Richard at Seville go? I don't think it could have gone any better. I can't wait to tell you all about it. But needless to say, I think this is going to work. That's fantastic. I can't wait to hear about it. Maybe a glass of wine on the back porch tonight? Sounds great. Do we have plans for dinner or do you want to go out? It's so nice out. What do you say to burgers, dogs, beer, and some fun outside till it gets dark? Think you have the energy? Crazy as it sounds, I have all sorts of energy. Yeah, that does sound crazy. It was a long day. See you soon. Love you. Love you too. David stopped at the supermarket on the way home and grabbed a six-pack of craft beer, flowers for Jen, and the kids' favorite, powdered sugar-covered donuts. Jen wouldn't be happy about the donuts, but the flowers would make up for it. I'm home, David said as he came in from the garage. The back door was open, and Nathan was the first to see his dad. He came running in, his baseball glove with a ball in the pocket in one hand and his dad's glove in the other. Toss the ball, Dad, as he extended David's glove to him. 
You got it, Nathan. Let me kiss your mom and change my clothes, okay? David said as he took the glove from Nathan and set it on the kitchen counter. Okay, but don't take long. It's going to get dark soon. I'll double time it, David said as he started to jog towards the back door, where he saw Jen working the burgers. There's the best attorney in town. You know how to make me smile. And you know how to make me smile. You brought flowers? Jen said as she set down the spatula, put her arms around David's neck and kissed him. Ew! Nathan and Julie squealed in unison. Ew! What if I kiss you, little princess? David said as he set down the beer, handed the flowers to Jen, and started to chase Julie as she ran away giggling. When he caught her, they were both out of breath. Hi, Daddy. How was your day? Hi, princess. It was a wonderful day. How was yours? You know, school and homework. Boring, Julie said with a fake yawn. You're a funny little girl. No, you're funny. And she started to tickle her dad. Nathan jumped in, but quickly reminded his dad of the diminishing daylight. Hey, dad, go get changed. Okay, son, I'll go do that right now. David made his way to the bedroom, and as he was getting changed, he saw himself in the mirror. For the first time in a long time, he liked what he saw. An attorney who was starting to get his act together. A husband who could be there to love his wife, and a dad who made it home to spend time with his kids.